Welcome to the Tri-State Space Program. I am Jake the Astronaut, sitting here with Sean Adams. Hello. He is the drummer. Of Texas the... T and the Jangle Sheep. Yes, and I'm the bass player in that very same band. And uh, we're, yeah, just the humble rhythm section. Uh, Mike and Travis make up the other two members. Uh, so let's talk about... Texas tea. A lot of people don't know about it because they weren't the maybe 70 people that have collectively been to our shows. 70, 15 maybe. <laughs> now Mike brought like a, a shit ton of people to that first show uh, in January at the Pineapple Project, which I think then it was still called the Hobo Jungle. Yeah. I just went through that transition. So yeah, Mike brought, like, everyone from Jasper that he's ever met, I think, because there were, like, so many people that I'd never met before that I ended up finding out a lot of them were from Jasper. Did you, uh, did you meet anyone that night that you, I don't know, you have any... I mean, anyone that night? Anything happened that night that you, I don't know, that was oh, eventful no, for I mean, you? Nothing at all. I mean, I had a fucking underage wristband on, so oh, I got caught blocked that's all right. night. That's the worst. That's if a, I have any advice, is never start a band unless you're 21, because it's just <laughs> it's just painful. Yeah, That's you all have to it is. go through a lot of extra bullshit because you have an underage member. Uh, I you basically have to do all the work, but no reward afterwards at all. Yeah. That's well, how it works. No chemical reward, at least. No, no chemical legal. reward. Yeah. You don't get to drink poison at the end of the night. That's and fucked that's up. The, that's the main goal at least for me so that's kind of one of my life goals like how much poison can i ingest without dying you know mm -hmm. which is not very much for me because i'm 120 pounds so it's very easy for me to overdose on anything i had too much water <laughs> that's actually possible. i died is it Did you know that that's possible no. if you drink too much water <laughs> you can die like, i don't believe that you can literally die no it's 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 a thing like people have died because they drank too much water, like at one time or in, in too short of amount, an amount of time. It really has happened. What a shitty way to go. Man. Right, the thing that makes life possible fucking kills you. How much of a loser are you if the thing <laughs> that makes life happen fucking kills you? I don't know if it makes you a loser, but I mean it is fucked up. Man, how like, much God of a damn. piece of shit are you if you killed yourself with the like the one thing that real you really need? You really fucking. <laughs> Three yeah. days without water, you're dead. You can go a month without food or something. You can go a really, like, surprisingly long time without food. But water, you're fucking dead after three days. It's true. I wonder if you can, like, breathe too much air. I wonder if that's a possibility. I don't know. I wonder if your lungs can just explode. You just breathe too much, and you're just, like, fucking dead after that. It might. Maybe. I don't know. I, science... Science has yet to give us the answer to a lot of questions. <laughs> you think about it. I mean, Science. they've answered a lot of stuff and cured a lot of diseases. And, you know, penicillin alone, it, like, took out so many diseases, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that was back in the day when that was discovered. How long ago? I don't even know. I, I mean, I don't know. Science has just figured out a bunch of stuff. But, I mean, the, the thing about that is, you know, it'll, keep, it'll have to. I mean, it never stops, like, ever, you know. It just keeps bringing up more questions. I mean, it's. 
never-ending cycle, which is kind of awesome and shitty about it at the same time, you know. So because <coughs> they have so much more to figure out. Yeah, I mean, it never. I mean, there's never. I don't know. If, I don't know if knowledge can be, you know, how we say figured out. Like I don't, quantified. I don't maybe, think it'd be yeah. quantified. I think it's just it's infinite. You know, you can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you can't just be like, "That's it. I learned absolutely everything." That's it's just not possible. That's true. That's like that's like having sex with all the women on the planet. Because even if you got to the six billion that are on the planet, or well, three yeah. billion that are on the planet right now, there would still be women being born. There be, there would be women becoming legally <laughs> so you're saying legally fuckable that you couldn't. You You'd know have I mean? to have sex with babies too. Yeah. No, no, Const- not, not Const- babies. Constant <laughs> sex. <laughs> No, yeah. not you'd have to fuck a lot of elderly women though. But no, like uh, as women become eighteen, I guess would be the the you know age that you can have sex with them. Yeah. Then uh, or that is least, correct, Jake. Yeah, without their that parents. Is, that consent, is correct. Which is kind of weird. Like if if you're seventeen and you're having sex with a sixteen year old, which is pretty normal in our society. Like high school kids fuck all the time. Then uh, you know it's weird how you have to have parental consent. Like like. Is that ever a thing? Is that ever like, you know, her dad says, yeah, go ahead. Just fuck the shit out of her. I don't care. Like, that doesn't yeah, happen, probably I don't not. think. No, definitely not. Like, if I was ever a dad, which I, I, I guess I hope to be at some point, but if... No, fuck that. If I'm ever a parent, like, that's not going to be something I'm going to do. I mean, I'm going to stick my head in the fucking sand about it. I'm going to tell him wear condoms or make him wear a condom if, it's a, if I have a daughter or whatever, but I'm not going to be... One what about of those your son? That's so... Is it going to be a double standard if you had a son? Uh, what do you mean? Like, because I mean, you know, not going to be protective. Yeah, kind of thing. Ah, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, be a free for all, pretty much. I mean, what are you going to do? Go for it. Ground them forever, like you know, you're automatically grounded because I can't trust you with your penis. You know, basically, that's, that's what I would do. No, I'm not going to be a Catholic dad. Catholic dad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a Catholic, so mm. I'm not religious at all. So I can't really, you know. But uh, yeah. Anyways, got a little sidetracked there. Well, we have yeah, a the Texas T. We got uh, we have a show coming up in two two weeks now. Two yeah. weeks. Yeah. By the time this gets posted, if it does get posted, show may have already happened. I don't know. Yeah. But it's uh, June twenty sixth at the Pineapple Project again, which seems to be the again. only place. Yeah, it's the only place <laughs> we get booked. Like no one else wants us. We're we're just we're just. Uh, Pineapple Project house band, basically. Yeah, so, well, I think I think the fact that they want us back, and that it wasn't uh, it wasn't like a hard string to pull yeah. to get us back. I think that says something. Well, I mean, I mean the Pineapple Project. Uh, I can't even talk. Pineapple Project is awesome. I mean, I'm not I trying to. It. I'm Have not trying to bash it. it. Yeah, it's way. Be- I mean, it's better than oh, it was. It's incredible. Is it's like getting better, and they're doing a lot of interesting stuff with it. Like I saw. They had a uh, Five Nights at Freddy night. Oh, Did you yeah, see yeah. that? Uh, I saw it. I think. I think. You, on ever, you ever seen that game before? It's like just jump scare. Like, inc- like I don't even know how to describe. It's like based off Chuck E. Cheese's. You ever seen oh, it? Okay. Yeah. 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 And they have. A, well, anyways, they have a lot of interesting stuff like that that they're doing, and they're trying to make it a big community. You know. Uh, yeah, they're really hangout spot. Really supporting the artists, which I like. Uh, I like that they're. It, because some people say they are, and then they don't, but the Pineapple Project is, I mean, they have, like, they have EDM-style DJs in there a lot, which I'm not a big yeah. EDM fan, uh, but 
you know, uh, erectile dysfunctional yeah. men. <laughs> I don't know what I'm EDM not a fan is. of them, but uh, electronic dance music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was you close. Know, Skrillex, whatever. Oh, yeah. Same, th- same thing. B- yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, that it causes erectile dysfunction in me because yeah. I don't like it. It makes my dick soft. But yeah. uh, no, but I, I don't know. They, uh, they're supporting the artist. I like that about a, a venue or a bar that is, you know, bar slash venue, whatever. That's all you have in Evansville. Uh, since Boney June's closed, there really haven't been just a venue. Yeah, and there's going to be a bunch of bands coming and uh, playing there, too. There's going to be, like, what? Um, how many other bands? Like, 20? A Is there 20? Dude, it's the Oswego like Festival. Oswego Festival, yeah. I'd be like, fif- I'd say, like, 15 other bands Something are playing. Something like that, yeah. It's, like, six bands the night we're playing, that Friday night. And then Saturday, they're having, like, a shit ton more bands. Yeah, uh, all day. Yeah, all fucking You day. could go get fucked up at 1 o'clock. In the afternoon. And listen to a live band. And still listen to a live band. <laughs> That's yeah. weird, dude. All day long, if you I want. I won't be able to do that, actually. Uh, I won't be able to be there that Saturday. I wish I could. But that Friday night is going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, playing shows is fun. Uh, there's a lot of people that I know that around here, uh, musicians that just play in cover bands. And a lot of people hate on cover bands. I understand why uh, they get that hate, because they're not making anything up. They're just... Uh, just you know, glorifying other people's musics. Yeah, yeah, glorified rip musics. Their musics. Yeah. yeah. So they're. I mean, they're just you know. But it's fun still. I've I've been in a cover band before. It's it's fun to play yeah, covers. Cover band's fun. You don't have to think about it a lot. <laughs> and, and sometimes, I mean, you know, I mean, I feel like well, even like professional bands, they do cover music all the time. I mean, I feel like I saw who did I see? I saw Bleachers and. Cage Elephant and people like that this weekend, and uh, they sang "Go Your Own Way." Okay, like that Fleetwood Mac, right? Uh, maybe, maybe whoever whoever it is, I think that's who it is. They uh, and that was their most love. And, Ble- and Bleachers is a pretty popular band, but still, their cover was still like what everyone got the most <laughs> into. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I mean, that's yeah, especially you know, I mean, with little bands like us, it's. Uh, Sometimes those are like the most pump up moments because I mean you know you need it's almost like a you know uh, I don't know it's almost like a relief because you're hearing so much stuff like you don't know and then you hear a cover and you're like okay I know this I can sing along to this kind of yeah, gets I mean, people into it I, I mean yeah because I I mean at the same time I listened to Catfish and the Bottlemen I didn't know one of their fucking songs but they were great I'm not saying you can't be great without some covers because they didn't play one cover but it helps out a little bit you know what I mean so it's not Locally, Terrible. I think it does. Especially locally, Especially, yeah. yeah. It's like because uh, people around Evansville seem to be big radio listeners. Yeah, if you play something familiar for them, then it seems like they're or the idea at least is they're more likely to get into your music because you played one of the songs they like and exactly. they heard, you know. But yeah, we got cover bands, and then I'm sure plenty of original music will be coming out there too. Oh yeah, I, I don't think they, I don't think they really book a lot of cover bands there. Yeah. I know a lot of other bars do around here. It's very it's a very creative space. Hopefully. That's that's what I'm hoping it turns into. And that's yeah, and that's Hopefully. I feel like that's what they're trying to do with it, is trying to make it a super creative space. I'm kind of a fan. When they first uh, announced that it wasn't gonna be the Hobo Jungle anymore, I the the place lost a little luster for me. 
But then now I see what they're doing, and yeah. I you know I take all that back. All that resentment I had at first, all that just knee jerk reaction, just you know yeah. shittiness. I take all that back. They're doing a lot of cool stuff out there. It's it's a weird location too. It's a yeah. southwest side of Evansville. Uh, it's Barker Avenue. Take it really far south down to this train yard. On the other side of the street, there's a train yard. So it's it's not the most illustrious space, but it's kind of good for like an underground venue, you know? Yeah, and pineapples are better than hobos. I mean, I think we can all <laughs> I think we can yeah. all agree on that. So I mean, definitely, I'd rather eat a pineapple. So so yeah yeah well maybe it depends on the day <laughs> that just brought that to mind yeah. uh, you said earlier what about a pine a uh, hobo that smelled like pineapple uh, that'd that, be I don't know what about the pi- the I hobo pineapple where that smell came from is it perfume have they been eating a lot of pineapple they've been eating a lot of pineapples maybe that's their bo now yeah because I've I've it's noticed like sweat out pineapple like when now. stoners like I mean you know I I won't I'll I'll admit you know I've I've per- taken uh but you know when stoners kind of smell like weed even when they're not smoking it yeah their bo smells like weed a little bit they stink like ass yeah yeah it smells skunky it It smells smells kind of like weed it's like bo and weed it's like dude you need some old spice and maybe you know some hobos eat some fruit or something some hobo pineapple (laughs) yeah I don't know why I said perfume. It made me sound like perfume. a girl. You know. Perfume. <coughs> it's cologne, Jake. Yeah, cologne. Damn. Cologne's a weird word. C- cologne is almost girlier than perfume, that word. Think about it. It's, really, word. it's a really pretty word. Like, yeah. Just even look how it's spelled. It's just got like a prettiness to it's it. Got a, like, it's got a cologne. fucking silent G in there. Yeah, yeah. What the F, man? I like it, though. We get away with it, though. Yeah. No, no one says shit about it. No. So. Cologne's where it's at, man. Uh... So what else? What else can we talk about? Uh, so our stuff, Texas tea. Uh, our stuff. I I don't know. We've been described. I hate it. No. Wh- just what have we been described as? Like, I like it. What did the pineapple project uh, say we were? A group? No, that's. Indie a- or something? <laughs> something yeah, like they that? they said that, but that was because we said that ourselves. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's what we as told them. As a joke? Did no, we say that? Or? No, not as a joke. I mean, oh, I mean, I it's we're definitely funk and uh, yeah, funk, a funk element. Sure. Funk element, big thing. It's a jazz element. I mean, we're indie, you know. Yeah. We're technically. I mean, we don't have a label. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Anyone can say they're indie, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. In a way, yeah, we're definitely alternative. I don't know. Maybe we're just like you know. I think it's because a little bit. Maybe we're caught up like in our music that we can't assess it from the outside. That's true. And because I mean that I I feel like that sometimes is bands' problems, but I mean just as far as um, I don't know. I guess I guess just as far as like if we could had to label it, it'd be. Funk and shit, I don't even know. I, I don't know. Funk, say funk, funk rock, yeah, funk, yeah. funk alter- alternative funk. It's a new that's thing. Not bad. That's yeah. A good, yeah. That's a good. I think it's got a good, good label to put on it. Yeah, I, I think guess. it's got a good vibe to it. A good, uh, got a good sound coming out. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I, uh, I think we're one of the more. Uh, I mean, it's, I'm biased because I'm in the band, but I, I feel like we're a little more original than a lot of the stuff I hear from around here. A little more original, as in, like, we've just got a lot of different styles that are yeah. melding together. There, there's all, there's also, we have some very progressive, uh, like, prog rock sounds oh, yeah. to us. Because, oh, I mean, yeah. it's kind of like our members, I think it's because <laughs> our members come from uh, different, well, I mean, it's halfway similar, but, you know, also different backgrounds, because, like, 
our guitar, our guitar, like our associations. Our, oh, our associations. Yeah, yeah, like how we met and everything. Well, how we met, yeah, how we met. It was just, uh, oh, shoot, I don't, even, I don't even really. Know. I mean, how do you, how do, maybe, how do bands, maybe we how do get bands into that meet? with the other two members? Anyway, yeah, how like, do band? Yeah, we should wait for should them. Be a anyways. little more general this time. And that's uh, a, and that's like having bands meet. I mean, stuff like that just happens. It's crazy. It's it Kim. It's it's a good natural. story. I feel like just because of the. Because of the the distance between us, like oh yeah, especially yeah. between you and I, because we never would have met were it not for Mike and Travis. No, knowing yeah, each there's a lot of things like that, and that's, that's weird. What, that's what music kind of. I've really found that's what music does, because I mean, honestly, I met. I won't go ahead and say it anyways, because you got me like on. Yeah, you got yeah, me yeah. on it now, so I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Uh, but no. Um, we can rehash. Yeah, yeah. Travis, though, I met him in my last college. But I would have never met him at SIC, at okay. Southeastern Illinois College. That's publicly funded. We can say that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Fuck them. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but fuck college. Uh, fuck college. No, uh, <laughs> I hate college. Yeah. No. Um, that is not publicly funded. I don't know. No, I didn't say it. Anyways, uh, no, I was just, I was just, I was, I was in a, yeah, I was in a music, I was just in a music class, and he had a drum set in there, you know. Um, like just, at, at college, yeah, or? at college. He just had a drum set in the in the music room. Cool. I decided to play it one day. What kind of drum set? For For details' sake, I don't know. It was. It's like probably three pieces. How many toms were on it? Two. Uh, three. Three. three? There's okay. two toms and then a floor tom. Okay. Cool. So. All right. Keep going. And then we were. Uh, yeah. Fuck you, Jake. No, I'm just kidding. Making me say details and I'm shit. I'm not trying to ruin the rhythm of your story. I just. <laughs> no, I wanted cool. to know personally. There is no rhythm to the stories. None. <laughs> None, but so, um, how'd you how'd you guys meet? I don't know. I was just playing music and shit, and then the teacher said, "Hey, there's a, a guy looking for drums or like looking for a band," and then he gave me. It's, it's not a very interesting story, but he gave me his number. I called him up, oh, wow. which is something I never do. Like I never like I was thinking when I was when don't I was know him. yeah I don't I don't know him and like I didn't I didn't really give a shit at the time because I was in college. You know, I was just like well. Who knows what this Joker is gonna be like? You know, that's the thing about music. Sometimes you're like, who knows what these fuckers are gonna be like? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I ended up texting him, and the rest is history. We just started playing together. Me, him, and a guy named Nathan. We started playing together. We played one show. That was it. Then we kind of separated for a while. You know, uh, years went. Uh, I feel like maybe like a year went by because he came up to Evansville and I was still in Illinois. And he played in a different band. And then he called me up again because he met people through school. And then yeah. that's how we all met. So, I mean, it's like. Yeah, he met Mike. He and Mike were in a class together. Yeah, I guess the right? best, like, the best of, like, how you always meet musicians is by. <laughs> it's happenstance, man. Yeah, and you got to just do it. Like, don't, like, I, I have the tendency of a lot of times being, like I said, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to play with these guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck, these, fuck this. I'm not going to text a random stranger and fucking. Yeah. I mean, who knows well, how it's going to turn out? Yeah, and nervousness too. And you're like, yeah, it's like these could be. But I mean, you gotta just say, you kind of gotta whore yourself out a little bit. I've been called oh, a yeah. whore before, a little, bit, a little, a little bit. bit, a little bit, not too much of a whore. Like you want to be a selective whore, like exactly. You know, don't have sex with everyone in town, but yeah. you know, like yeah, don't select with everyone. a select few. You know, yeah. so you gotta pick and choose, man. It's like, I like when I first started jamming with everybody in this band it was like i didn't know if i would be good enough because i heard mike i I never heard mike play actual guitar until we were jamming in this space yeah which by the way 
We are at the e Evil Jam Room, uh, which is right in the middle of Evansville. And uh, it's kind of a legendary spot, actually. <laughs> like a bunch of Evansville yeah. bands have jammed here. Uh, it's got oh, like yeah. five or six jam rooms, and uh, they're pretty small jam rooms. And it, I think it used to be a dentist office or something. But uh, yeah, yeah, there's lots of fucking teeth here everywhere. Oh, it's yeah. gross. Yeah, it's grody. It's grody as fuck. Yeah, it is actually pretty everywhere. gross. But I think that's more because it's old than uh, anything else. But it's been like repainted a shit ton of times, and there's just kind of a smoke smell in here <laughs> uh, from various kinds of smoke. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's an awesome space. Yeah, it and, really uh, is. I actually got introduced to this place in another band I'm in called Itter, and uh, yeah, so I, I definitely was gonna have any band, any other band I formed was gonna jam here because it's the easiest way uh, for a band to really jam. It's cheap to rent here, um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, that was some context, and uh, so yeah, when I first started jamming here, I didn't know. If, if I'll be good enough, because uh, I knew I wouldn't be good enough at guitar. And so I was like, well, I guess I got to play bass then. I'll, I'll default to bass. And it worked out, I think, really well, uh, because Travis and Mike are both exponentially better at guitar than I am. But I can keep up with them okay on when I'm playing bass. And Sean is relegated to playing drums because he's a badass drummer and there's no way. And the only reason people say I'm badass is because I have... I never have any competition because I never have two drummers. There was two drummers per band. I may be in a little bit of shit, but no, luckily, you wouldn't, man. luckily, I'm the only fucking drummer. So always, I mean, luckily, there's only one drummer in a band. That's one thing I'm coming to know. This is like playing drums is awesome because you know guitar. Guitar is hard to do. I understand it's, it but can uh, be. it can be. Well, if you're good at it, yeah, I mean, it takes a lot Depends of practice on what and you're stuff. Playing, man, if but, you're playing fucking Green Day songs, it's easy as fuck, but. If you're playing, you know, more complex shit, then it's it, it becomes kind of a labor intensive, you know. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you're modest as fuck, man. You're <laughs> actually a really good drummer. Like you're uh, one of the you're seriously top three I've ever heard from around here. From you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't I'm know. not just saying that to butter you up. Like you're bad. Oh drummer, yeah, dude. Yeah, I appreciate that a lot. But I was just saying though, like there is far less competition though with drums. That's true. So and it's it's a, it's a, a band. it's a, it's a good instrument. It's a good instrument to pick up because you can be scooped up pretty easily. That's very true. Drummers yeah. drummers are in high demand. They're in high demand. Exactly. Exactly. Bass players are actually a little bit of that too. A lot of people don't want to yeah. play bass because it's not as flashy. And and people just think of it as a you know demotion. Yeah. Instantly they're like, what do you mean I can't play guitar? Yeah. But and I there's knew, plenty of badass. I knew bases. I wasn't playing guitar once I heard Mike and Travis. But that's fine. I love playing bass, actually. I've, I've played it in bands before, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, mainly because uh, even if you fuck up, no one notices <laughs> because they're not listening for the bass. <laughs> I try really hard not to fuck up, though. Uh, anyway, so we have this EP coming out uh, pretty soon. We should definitely talk yes. about that. EP. Uh, Going to get the whole band in a podcast uh, to, to talk more in depth about it and to get the guitarist perspective but from a rhythm section perspective the most important well, section yeah, the, of any band the backbone <laughs> the backbone the fucking heart lungs brain yep guitar section is like they're like the, um, arms. They're like the phalanges 
Yeah. At most. They're like the they're dick. The they're the dick of they're the, the dick. They're not the dick. They're like the. They're the dick. They're of the, the head of the dick. <laughs> and that's it. They're not even the shaft. No more than that. Not even a vein. They're just the head. No, but seriously. Uh, no, but how uh, how did you think recording went? I mean, how? Our know? recording was really fun. I mean, it was. Uh, recording was a pain in the ass at the same time. It was really fun, like I said, but it just it was pain in the ass because it like just took. I didn't real I didn't realize how long recording. This is the first real. You know, like EP I've done, so I know way other. Ba- I have watched plenty of interviews where, you know, super famous people or super awesome musicians like Jimi Hendrix and stuff like that would say they'd record one song thirty times and they'd be there for a week. But I mean, even for, like, it was just starting out. It was kind of a little arduous, but it 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 worked out. We tried. To, we did as uh, as good as we could, and our mixer is. Yeah, the engineers Gary, Gary, Gary Atkinson. Gary. We went to Owensboro. We commuted a little bit to do the recording. Yeah. And uh, actually, he is looking for work. He's about to move to Bloomington in August. So hit him up if you're in or around Bloomington or not. You He's can drive up there. Really good. Drive your fucking lazy ass up there and record some songs with Gary because he's fucking. He's just yeah. a really easy to get along with, which is honestly half the fucking battle with an yeah. engineer. Uh, and, and he does what you want. Too. Yeah, he'll do anything. He he'll try anything. If you if you want to do um, anything, it doesn't matter. If you want to double mic your fucking tiny splash, he'll fucking do that for you. It's not you yeah. know, uh, which we were. I feel like we were pretty easy to get along with for him to. Well, for the I most mean, part. yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like he, we we've been kind of stickler ish with our music. I mean, we've sent it back a couple times, and that's the thing too. Like he. He's really cheap, and he's he does what you want with the music. Like if you tell him I want to change this, he'll do it. He's not he's not he's not a stickler himself, and he won't just give up on it either. So I mean, he's really it's really awesome price wise, and as far yeah, as he's production definitely goes, reasonable. Yeah, as More far reasonable as reasonable than most. As far as production value goes, I mean, for I mean, for what it is, like I said, and that's another reason why I was saying it was like it was kind of arduous because we were in a home studio. Like literally a home studio, yeah. and I was kind of like, room. man, we are doing a lot of work for this. But um, he, uh, it yeah, it's out, just an extra man. room, but it works out, and it's really good for being in, not even being in a like professional studio or something oh, like yeah. that. So I mean, he's got some good equipment. He's acquired some. Uh, he's moving really somewhere. Nice equipment. Did you say that already? Bloomington. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you said yeah, that. Yeah, Fuck. I did. Sorry. Uh, backtrack. Yeah, he's moving up there. So yeah. So yeah, drive your lazy ass up there and go see him. Uh, he's, yeah. And actually, he said he's going to have access to some bigger spaces up there. Yeah. Possibly a gymnasium, I think he said. So, gymnasium. so you, you can wanna... play basketball and record, exactly. basically. Uh, That's well, what's I mean, important. Really, uh, it would be for the reverb in that space that you would want if you'd want to do. I know some people like that natural reverb. reverb. Yeah. Uh, I personally wouldn't want that, but, you know, that's a personal opinion kind of thing. Uh one thing that was awesome I felt like about recording was we knocked out drums and bass in the, in one day. Uh, just one day. All that yeah. shit was done for five songs. That's uh, six songs, actually. For six tracks, we knocked out bass and drums. Uh, the uh, actual EP is going to be five songs. Uh, one of the songs, we're kind of confused about what we're going to do with it, but we know we have five on the EP for sure. Um, 
But yeah, you knocked yeah. your shit out in fucking like three hours, yeah. two two and a half, three hours. All your songs were done. It was, yeah, it was a good. It was it was a it was a good experience. Productive um, as shit. It was, man. it was very productive. And like I said, and Gary, he he keeps you on point too. Like if if you ever have trouble with uh, if you were your band ever has trouble with uh, you know keeping on task or you know kind of ADD ish. Yeah, uh, he, yeah. he he like he keeps you on point pretty well. Yeah. So well, he'll let you get sidetracked to a to a. Point, to a degree, but, to the point like bands need to get sidetracked. I feel yeah. like there's a level of sidetracked. You can't be too like in a band. I feel like you can't be too focused, or you're gonna get, yeah, you're gonna get out of the fucking zone. You know, that's so true. You yeah. gotta get sidetracked you a little have to bit. Step but, back. Yeah, but it's, it's very productive space. But um, as far as the music on the EP goes, uh, at the moment, like th- these are similar. Like we've been playing for how long? Ah, uh, like uh, since. Well, we've been jamming since September. Since we, September? We kind of jammed with a couple other guitarists, which it was kind of fucked up. We had like four guitarists, a bass, and a drums for a minute, and we were just jamming. Uh, I think we only play two songs from that time live still. Like, yeah. We scrapped a bunch of that stuff. All that stuff was scrapped. Uh, yeah, because we had two extra guitarists, and they ended up not being able to commit because of other uh, engagements. But, um, but yeah, the... Uh, Eight months, nine months, something like that, I think. Uh, September is when we started jamming. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, seriously, as this four people, it's probably been like seven, eight months. Seven months, something so, like so that. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're a relatively new band, and uh, uh, we we tend to... We try to make as much music as possible. Like, we have a, we've had a steady flow of new songs that they've came out with, and uh, but these songs... These songs are actually pretty old in the band's history, I guess. These six songs, they were, uh, well, two of them, two of them are "Ever Afternoon" and uh, "Mountain" are kind of newer, but the other four, "Morning," "Texas Tea," uh, "Pondering Wolf," and "Totem Pole," are uh, like uh, they were they were with the beginning, like they yeah, they started at the beginning of our did. band, because I mean even our guitarist Travis wrote. Uh, those two of them. Songs the, are, all four of them? are mainly his. Well, wait, three of those four songs. Well, three of those four are songs. Yeah, his. And, and we actually, <coughs> me and Travis were in a band before that. Like I said, way earlier, but uh, we actually played a couple of those songs in that band. So, the, yeah, Pole, yeah, right? these yeah. songs have went through a couple bands even. But I mean, they've been adapted to our style. We've changed it up a little bit. But kind of where mean, we get the funk from. Is yeah, Travis. But we don't. Um, our, our style now is is diverging a little bit from what we have. So, I mean, this EP, it's representative of us, but not exactly. I mean, you have to come hear us live because we're going to have a bunch of new songs we're going to try to uh, yeah. showcase and try to uh, see how people's reactions are. And just because we enjoy playing them, you know. We like – we have a good time playing these new ones. We think they're, we think they're pretty good. But our old ones, like I said, they were uh, mainly Travis's, but – they were very funky, um, very funky. Like they a, have almost a reggae. Yeah, feel. they they have reggae vibes to them, and uh, but not. I don't know. I, when I say that, I feel like some people are gonna get an automatic negative. No, I'm not gonna Bob Marley. To that, but it's, like, it's not reggae. It's not it's reggae. Travis's no. rhythm guitar on like two or three of our songs is vaguely reggae. It's just a sound. reggae beat, like the off, like da, 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 you know how you know how reggae does. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, 
for the most part. I mean, I should I shouldn't paint reggae with one. No, dude. I, I mean, I love reggae. With I one, love a lot of reggae uh, music. It's just they uh, piss some uh, Rastafarians off. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm, I don't want to do that because uh, <laughs> there's I have so a lot many in common with them actually. But uh, no, I knew a girl Around actually here. out at USI who was a uh, Rastafarian. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, her like, real her thing? dad was, hmm. and her dad like explained to her like how it all how, how, like how it breaks down and how it's it, it's. It's kind of a vague religion. It's more of a lifestyle, the way she broke it down to me. Cool. Uh, but yeah, she uh, she said her dad told her about uh, Holly Selassie and all that shit, and it's you know it's really interesting uh, yeah. kind of way to live. But and it's not for me necessarily. Like uh, no religion or you know direct lifestyle, like, lifestyle. that you have to you yeah. have to be that lifestyle. Yeah, I don't I don't live by any stringent anything, man. Like. I mean, I feel like even like alcoholics, they still have like a stringent thing, and I'm. I'm it's not it's that just either. <laughs> it's just depressing and life ruining. I don't know, dude. Sad. Louis C.K. had a joke that he said he loves like romantically the idea of being an alcoholic. Oh I'm, yeah, like yeah. man, I, I kind of do too. Like I, I I share that with him for sure because it's it would be really cool if I had a if I, you know. Something happened with music, and I just got a bunch of advancement checks and shit, and just, just an stay drunk all the goddamn time. It that'd, be, it all. that'd be pretty cool, but you know, can't do that. Got work and responsibilities and shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's life around here, man. It's Midwest life. Midwest it's life. It's not. It's not glamorous. I, I I don't know. I listen to uh, quite a few podcasts, and seems like they all come from either New York or L.A. And it's like, man, I hope that. Foreign people, people from other countries, don't uh, don't look at us like those are the only two cities that exist in America. Well, like, I mean that's that's totally what happens. It doesn't that doesn't even take foreign people to do that. I mean, I live in Illinois and I live in Southern Illinois, and everyone you know, I, I go anywhere and like anywhere. I went to Florida once. Like, yeah, oh, where are you yeah, from? I said, oh, from Illinois. Said, oh, Chicago. I'm like, no, we're six hours away from Chicago. You yeah, know? we don't. We're nowhere fucking. We're nothing fucking yeah. like Chicago. Even people from fucking Chicago are like, oh, where are you from in Chicago? I'm like, not from fucking Chicago. You know, yeah, I Chicago's mean, Chicago's not the only city in Illinois, motherfucker. I like, mean, we just. I mean, we just generalize. But I mean, you know. that's what people do. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like yeah. Indiana people, like Indianapolis, Kentucky. It's like Louisville. Like, no, there's there's a whole state, man. Like, there's like. Hundreds of square miles, dude. Like you're not, you know. It's all just corn. Yeah, it's all there basically. is. Basically, Indiana corn it is everywhere. Illinois, it is too. I bet. I bet the southern part of Illinois is just a yeah, farm it's just wasteland, corn. man. It's just corn and beans just, and yeah, it's weeds. Just fucking crops. Just fucking agriculture going on. There honestly is more dogs and cats than people where I'm from. But <laughs> really? I mean, yeah. But still, I mean, fuck. <laughs> per capita. At least acknowledge us that we're different. Yeah. But, well, uh, so we talked about the EP, which should be coming out in the next few weeks. Today is June 12th. Uh, it should be coming out in the next few weeks. It's, uh, you know, we we have the master tracks. We have uh, the tracks. Yeah, we have the masters. Uh, we're kind of being a bit strategic about the release. Uh, so, you know, it's going to happen very, very soon. Um, we we got to figure out the Texas T song. That's the one that's a little confusing about it, uh, about the whole thing. And once we do that, it'll be up on Bandcamp and SoundCloud. And yeah, and probably SoundCloud and like link all, on our Facebook page. Ones. You can like us on our Facebook page. Yeah, we're on um, Facebook and Twitter. And uh, Twitter is at Texas T Jangle. 
the Facebook is I would have takes the team the jingle sheep. Yeah, yeah. Just search I mean, that if if it's not the direct URL, I can't remember. If um, anything else close pops up to that, then you typed it in wrong because yeah. I mean that's <laughs> we actually looked it up when we uh, the name our, our band name. I, I don't know if we can fully explain it. Like how how did that come to be? I don't think I was here. I think you guys figured it out. It didn't even come to be. I didn't figure it, it out. The guitarists they just said. I think it was like a combination of two things. We were just fucking around one day. Yeah, it was just it was just like inside jokes. Yeah, I mean, it uh, doesn't mean anything. No, nah, it doesn't mean anything. It means anything. Texas T kind of means Travis, kind of, because at the time when the band name was we came up with it, it, it was like, uh, uh, you know, he was the songwriter at the time because all the songs we had were songs he brought to the table. Uh, now. It's more of a collaborative effort, and uh, I kind of like it that way in a in a way because uh, obviously uh, there's a personal bias because I have more to do with the writing, but it's also uh, I really like Travis's writing. I, I don't want him to stop coming up with songs, uh, but it is cool how our uh, our songs are a little more collaborative now. Um, yeah, and they're, they're more prog now. They're definitely I, I I hate to put a label on it, but they're definitely more progressive in structure. That's for sure. Uh, they, there's a lot of abrupt changes in these new songs, and a lot of hard stops and stuff. And I really fucking like that shit. I I love staccato shit where the whole band has to learn the part, like specific rhythms to the parts. That yeah, you can't just I, I keep, love that. You dude. can't keep going with stuff like that. You have to. Know Did you it. ever listen? You to have to know it Troy down path. back in the day, back in like oh six. Uh, big. I've heard that one song of them from uh, the Guitar FCP Hero. Remix. FCP yeah, yeah, remix. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's a good example of their style. Uh, a lot of hard stops. A lot of really uh, weird eclectic guitar parts. Fucking fantastic band. Uh, they had that one album that was the best. Doppelganger. That album, the best. That was their seminal album. Uh, everything else is. Uh, kind of take or leave for me but i want to talk about this word seminal okay seminal i don't even know what seminal I actually means want, i want to talk about the seminal? seminal it means semen like essential is seminal? what it means it means essential or like the original like uh or kind of it, it really means essential like like a uh, in a sentence it would be doppelganger is the fall of troy's seminal album like the the one you need to listen to if you're going to listen to the band. Their representative album. Yeah, exactly. So, but I've been thinking about it. Seminal. I wonder if the root of that word is actually oh, semen. We're getting, like you we're, said. we're getting into Because hold on, hold on. Because semen is the is the origin of humans, is the origin of not just humans but life. So <laughs> What a deep philosophical so, wait, statement so of seminal semen. Seminal might mean that you know, it might be the same root word. I don't know if it's Latin, but uh, it might be the same fucking thing. How crazy is that, that we use that word, I've heard that word plenty of times in professional, like, blogs, professional context, and it might actually mean... In pornography? Semen. It might be the same thing. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, cum shots. That cum shot was seminal yeah. To, yeah. The e- to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> to that porno. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it, man. Yeah, I think that does mean that. I, I really do. I will go to my grave thinking know. that because I'm never going to look it up because that's way more awesome than what it probably yeah. is. I don't know. Probably. Take a linguistics class and it's just like, yeah. well, etymology. I, actually, yeah. it's not. Uh... Dude, seriously, you're not out of college yet. Take etymology. I didn't and I regret it because my girlfriend took it and she fucking loved it and told me about it and 
It sounds fantastic. This whole podcast has just been a sponsor for etymology class. Yeah. Secretly. Yeah. Uh, the Tri-State Space Program is brought to you by... <laughs> etymology. No, I wish I had some fucking sponsors, man. That'd be fantastic. By the way, I'm open for sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is just like, that's just like a statement that... I, I might edit that out, but uh, no. But, <laughs> no, funny. I really am. And I'm hoping that, that since we've really I'm open sucked for the lots Pineapple of money. Project's dick, like thoroughly sucked their dick during this podcast... I hope that they are the first sponsor. But they're they really, have a good dick to suck, though, oh, to they really be fair. Do. Big veiny bastard. <laughs> like, really. Where, what's that from? That's a super bad, actually. Yeah. The thick veiny bastard or something. Where he's drawing the dicks. Yeah. yeah. That's great. You know, in that scene, I, I, was, I used to be a fucking bored high school kid, and I, I fucking actually listened to the, the audio commentary on the you know DVDs. And on Superbad, uh, one of the things they pointed out was in that scene where that girl uh, takes the dick drawing from him and opens it up, and you see, like, from the back of the little girl, uh, you see her open up the dick drawing. Uh, because of standards and practices, that was actually a really small-framed woman. Like, oh, a really? really small woman had to open up that dick drawing for that acting, you know what I mean? That was do her they, acting gig. Do they do that with every, like, every... Because, I mean, I, I see so many shows that... If it's really sexual, if, if it's something that could, like, you know, mar the, the little girl's, you know, brain or something, you know what I mean? If it, yeah. could, if it could really fuck her up, then they, you know, they have a little, little adult do it, you know? That's crazy. Who can consent to that, you know? Oh, yeah, that's, that's nuts. I've always wondered how that worked, because I've seen so many shows, like... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Always uses oh, yeah. uh, when they have little kids and shit. They have little kids come up and oh, they probably uh, during that they just they the kids aren't there for the shots of them up in front of them cursing yeah. and shit. I don't know. Maybe you can. I bet you can curse in front of kids if you get parents' permission or whatever. Probably. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything? Any other facets of our band that we can discuss? Yeah, facets of without, our band. Without uh, without Mike and Travis here. Uh, um, I mean, we're gonna try to definitely try uh, to do more we're shows. Gonna, we're trying to do more shows here recently. We've been kind of busy with like you know college and life and jobs and all that. Well, and know, writing. All that pointless shit. Yeah. Um, writing and practicing. And writing and practicing and stuff. Because we've been trying to get enough for an album. But we're going to try and play more shows. So, I mean, uh, uh, like us on Facebook or look us up on Facebook. And uh, we we also have, we have a Twitter, too, don't we? Yeah, yeah. At Texas T. Jangle. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a Twitter, too. I didn't even know that. I don't have fucking Twitter. But, like. Oh, dude, it's good. I, I update it <laughs> some, like, sometimes. I'm, I'm on there a bit. Once we have this EP, I'll be on there a lot more. Yeah. Pouring it out. It, but it just <coughs> check out our Facebooks and stuff, and we'll have show dates or show times that you can come check out. Um, we're still trying to we're still trying to get our groove down with everything, uh, but we think it's really coming along after a year, after about a year now. So almost, yeah, Getting yeah. There. We're gonna have enough. We're gonna have like what 15 uh 15 songs or 15 original songs so far close yeah we're or close there. to that so yeah come check us out if you're interested in we do some good original covers music too, yeah and we do do and we do some good covers we do too some weird like covers. some covers you wouldn't expect like uh the dead kennedys we do uh that song off tony hawk's pro skater fucking we did police we, truck we do an arctic monkeys cover 
yeah, that's too. a good one too. Um, yeah. I haven't done that one in a minute. Weezer, yeah, we do, we do a bunch yeah. of different well, stuff. Yeah, Weezer, Weezer is is just one of those bands that like almost everybody covers because yeah. it's, it's easy, but it's awesome. But yeah, and we try not to do stuff that's too over covered or anything like that. Yeah, we don't so. do need bullshit. Yeah, but I mean. It's mainly original music, and like I said, we're we're gonna start playing. We're gonna try probably start playing. I mean, here recently it's been like a show a month. We want to definitely double, if not quadruple that, probably yeah. coming oh, up yeah, yeah. for at, this summer. At least double it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. D- by July we'll be because uh, we're really right now we're trying to work on these three new songs that we've been writing, and then um, yeah, these three new badass songs, dude. That, yeah. To me, these three new songs are like are definitely which this sounds cliche but they're the culmination of everything we've been doing they're just fantastic i i mean i can't say enough good about them honestly yeah i I like them a lot they're 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 different style like they're they're strange in a good way yeah and they're uh, faster too definitely the two of the three are definitely faster than average yeah that's another thing we don't really do uh i was gonna say we don't really do too many slow songs per se like really. it's uh it's uh usually pump up music so i mean if you want if you want to see a show where you can like rock out drink throw your beers yeah we're heavy take your pants there's off no, like, you know. screaming there's no like uh we get kind of heavy sometimes but it's not not screamo no nothing like that it's, it's just label you want to put on that shit it's not that yeah it's just it's just a little heavier <laughs> and it's, it's rock it's jam out music it's more stoner yeah, it's more me, stoner like, jam music rather than. Uh, I feel like that's a better label. It's, yeah, it's, it's like it's in between. It's like in between dance music and, uh, rocking out like headbanging music. You know, like you gotta do something in between. You gotta yeah. have a headbang dance. Yeah. Kind of, you know. Kind of, yeah, in a way, like uh, just we're a lot. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of guitar work, man. We got two. Yeah, phenomenal guitar players. Yeah, I mean a lot of our songs. They switch off lead parts, and it, it's fantastic. They uh, they harmonize a lot, and uh, we do harmony vocals a lot, and yeah, you know, our, I, I say I say our songs are uh, <laughs> even though it's funny. That's just a rhythm section talking right now. Our songs are probably more guitar based. <laughs> if you're if you oh, if, if you're definitely into like soloing and. Like crazy guitar work and stuff like that. You, you should definitely check us out because yeah, we deliver that shit. Yeah, sure. we deliver. Espe- especially, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we, we deli- just kind of provide we a deliver a beat foundation for, for them to yeah. just shred over. Like, yeah, they. But uh, it's not shredding. It's not like fucking Otep not, or something. Or I don't know if Otep is exactly what I'm trying to say, but uh, it's not solo after solo after solo. It's not like uh, you know all instrumental or anything like that there are vocals there are lyrics it's uh there they are songs they are actually yeah. songs that's when we wanted to try to do that i mean we it kind of it kind of started out where uh at the beginning i've had lots of bands like this but start at the beginning you know we we were all musicians none of us besides maybe travis and actually jake here uh too a little bit uh but we we were going to actually just be like just instrumental with our stuff but we decided that we wanted to actually create songs because i i personally just i really like instrumental stuff and i appreciate it especially like i listen to stuff like chon and stuff like oh, that yeah. and they're they're awesome Mogwai, don't get me wrong they're awesome and they, yeah they could speak to you without even having to do vocals but i mean we just yeah. wanted to we just wanted to add that element into it because 
it, Explosions it, in the Sky is another good instrumental band. Yeah, but I mean, pretty obvious one, pretty big college radio band. But yeah, well, we wanted the more more of a connection than that because that's such a niche audience. Like, yeah, you know, there's only certain people can deal with. Actually, I was at a show uh, in Nashville a while back, uh, back in like '09 or maybe 2010. It was uh, Circus Survive and Good Old War, and uh, I remember this girl. She uh, she was had a really obnoxiously loud voice, and she was talking really fucking loud the whole show. She was talking, and the first couple of bands they were uh, smaller bands. There's one band called the Christmas Lights, and then there was another. I feel like there was another band, but uh, they played or whatever, and she was talking throughout the entire show just obnoxiously fucking cackling over everyone and and then finally good old war gets up there and uh keith uh i can't remember that fucker's last name but uh the lead singer of good old war after like two or three songs he just stopped like he, he stopped talking because she was talking and he was like he looked straight at her and she shut up and he was like you have the loudest voice I've ever heard. And she shut up the whole rest of the show. Oh, she awesome. didn't ruin anything else after that. But I heard her talking. The reason I bring this up is uh, I heard her talking, and she was like, yeah, we were at this show, and this band just started playing, and they didn't have any any vocals, so it was really awkward. And I was like, you know, that speaks to a, a really a big segment of the population uh, needs vocals. And we're not trying to feed into that necessity for vocals necessarily, but us personally, we all we all like instrumental music, but at the same time, uh, there's just a, a, an extra connection you can make with people. Yeah, and that's I'm kind of I'm kind of I I I could definitely appreciate instrumentals, but I, you know, I, I'm one of those people. I kind I kind of like uh, I kind of like having words, having some sort of story, or have some sort of background with yeah. you know. Well, just um, it's it's more of a, a personal connection with people, and it's something you can relate to. Uh, like instrumental music hits you, you know, in a certain way, and it can totally change your mood and uh, really inspire you. But at the same time, if there's no vocals, there's no words, and there, there's not like that total human connection. I mean, nothing against instrumental bands, like like we're talking about. There's a plenty of amazing ones. Uh, and they're doing great stuff, but um, and they're really successful. So who am I yeah. to shit on them? I'm not shitting on them. Nothing against them, but there's just something about fucking vocals, man, when they're done right, and lyrics when they're done right. Uh, personally, I like when, uh, like you said, like, like a story. Yeah. I like I like hearing a story. I'm a huge actually. I'm a huge Ben Folds fan uh, because almost every song of his is a story, and it's a like you can actually. After like a couple of listens, you totally know what's going on in the song. Like, even if you, he doesn't explain it, it's it's very obvious, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I like that kind of front and center story, but our songs aren't aren't necessarily like that. But <coughs> there is like a, a, a I don't know. I like our lyrics. I like that they're uh, other than the couple of songs that Travis solely wrote. Uh, most of the rest of our stuff uh, is like a collaborative lyrical effort like everybody kind of brings in ideas yeah and it just kind of it flows from there it's really awesome i i really enjoy i enjoy being in bands where there's a principal songwriter mostly because i'm i'm not that guy 99 percent of the time in bands that i'm in but that's a lot of pressure man that's like being quarterback like everybody is counting on you and you have these other people that you're also 
you know, relying on to do a good job, but you are the brains of the operation when you're the, the lead singer and principal songwriter. And uh, like the other band I'm in, Itter, it, you know, Adam, lead singer, principal songwriter, every, all the pressure's on him. And I feel, I wouldn't want that job. I, you know, like, yeah. I'd rather be one of four singers like I am in this band uh, than being just the songwriter. Yeah, we don't really have a lead person. Not, it's just kind of like, really. yeah, we always throw in licks. I mean, a lot of our stuff, like, I don't know, we have some songs where Travis would write a couple lines, and then I'd write a couple lines, and then, I mean, sometimes some, uh, sometimes it, like, turns out gloriously, but other, sometimes it gets a little murky, but, I mean, that's just with anything. That's kind of like with the musical <coughs> process in general. It's just kind of like, um, I mean, you, you can start off with something, you think it's like really, really awesome, and then it just goes through the steps. It goes through the procedure, and it just turns out kind of like, kind of bland. Kind of bland, but it goes also it goes the opposite too. It starts off like, man, this. We've had a couple of songs like this. Total Me personally, I was, out that yeah, way. I was like, man, I really don't like this song so far. I'm not feeling anything, and then it just transformed into a beautiful. You yeah, know. dude, it's like I think it depends on the day too. I, if there's a, any musicians listening, I feel like you should be able to relate to this. Uh, if you if you start out with a song the first time you play it that day um you know it might suck and you nobody's feeling it except the person who brought in the song but then the next practice session whatever you start jamming on that song again sometimes it just clicks that day and then for the rest you know until you get tired of playing that song it's fun as fuck to play yeah, that's we, how that's how totem pole was for me yeah we we had a we had a bunch of songs i had one of our songs our ep called mountain we had a um, yeah mountain washed away i think it will be yeah, a full title maybe probably we some, call something it mountain, like that it's easy it's easier <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's way easier but um <laughs> I mean, with that song we have you know since we create so much music we have plenty of stuff we just scratched plenty of little like guitar riffs or beats or you know vocals or anything we just scratch and but I mean, typically I record it, and uh, one day I was going through my recordings and found a cool little riff. It was like months and months later, probably like four months later, and I said, "Well, let's just you know fucking do <laughs> let's yeah. let's just do it. Let's just do that one." It's like this is a cool riff. Why do we ever scratch this? And then yeah. it became one of my favorite songs, and oh, I think yeah, it's kind of a, a killer song. Yeah, it's kind of a crowd favorite, I think yeah. too. I mean, it's our set ender now. Our set ender, yeah, we used to definitely have set, set ender. ender. But that's our set ender now. <laughs> our old set ender was actually two cover songs uh, stuffed together in a really awesome way. Stuffed implies uh, like it was hastily done or something, but no, it was really well done in my opinion. But uh, it was two cover songs. Now we have an original song to end the set, and it's a fucking epic song. Like yeah, and that's huge song. That's super fucking important too. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, in the middle, the middle of every set is from bands I watch. It's good, but I mean, you know, it's just that's just common knowledge. Just yeah. you gotta have a good ender. You have a good ender. You, really you want to have a good opener too. Just those yeah. two. Yeah, that seems to be a big thing. You, that's you why if you, if you just played like a if you just played a two song set, you'd be like the best fucking band ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of bands. I feel like if I had just heard their first song and their last song i'd probably be a bigger fan because it seems like a uh, that's also something you, you we shouldn't fall into i feel like is is just concentrating on the beginning and the end uh, i think the whole thing needs to be awesome and with this band it really is uh the whole thing is just is really full 
and and our songs are so dense that's one thing I learned from the EP from hearing it on the EP uh, and hearing uh, the songs without having to play along with it it's so dense it's just yeah. our songs are just like uh, I said this actually a long time ago about Radiohead they create like a universe within a song and I don't know that we're that prolific obviously uh, we're, we're not but no. <laughs> uh, but I, I almost I get a little taste of that with our music I, I get like Mike just layers on the guitar parts yeah and uh, I, I mean he he honestly layers on too many guitar parts but that's good that you need you need too many well before you need too, too little yeah yeah that's for sure um, and, uh, and Travis kills it I mean all four of us I feel like we're 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 this EP is the best EP we could have possibly put out being as young of a band as we are uh, and only having played three or four shows. Actually, this is our third show. We've only played two shows before this. Yeah, this will be our third show if you guys come <coughs> out. So, yeah, should be, be should be a good time. Oh yeah, we're getting we're getting progressively better too. I mean, we're trying to get our entertainer status up a little bit, uh, you know. Because I mean, stage presence. I noticed that a lot about bands too. You know, just not really antics. But I mean, sometimes it's antics. But like. It, it's all about stage presence. I mean, you cannot know a damn song that anyone's playing, but if they're you know, just rocking out, you can tell they're feeling the music, then it makes a total different, 100% difference. You can have the best songs in the world, but if you're just fucking standing there, no one's going to give a shit about it. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, it's like they don't care about it, so why the fuck should I care about it? Exactly, so, yeah. If they're not passionate, then I'm not. That's how I feel it shows. When I, when I see people just kind of standing around, it's just. Yeah, dude, there's, a, there's one local band, and I won't name them because they are my friends. I like them uh, as people, and I like their music a lot. Uh, but I've seen them live like a few times, and uh, one of the members won't say who, just in case uh, it's identifiable by my description just now. Uh, one of the members just fucking stands there. He just stands there and he plays, and uh, obviously, you know, it's not the drummer. Uh, but yeah, he just stands there and he plays, and it's it's boring to watch. It's really boring just to watch him. Really, the other the other two guys that are just standing there they're, uh, or that are standing up they're uh, more energetic but that one guy just stands in one place the entire show, rarely moves his feet nothing, it's like you guys have a really killer sound uh, you should act like it <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing too I mean, like you gotta, I, I have the tendency personally of fucking like when I listen to some of my music I, I get Sometimes I'm not too into it. Sometimes I, I'm not as appreciative of it as you guys are. But, um, you know, you still got to, you still got to, like, really be into it at that moment, you know, even if you're not the biggest fan of the song because, you know, that makes that makes all the difference, especially during a live show. Um, you know, if I'm just, if I could, if you could just tell the person's like, oh, man, I really hate this song. No one's going to want to listen to it. So, I mean, you got to, it's almost kind of like, like, I've heard other bands say this, but you kind of, you got to love every single song with, like, all your fucking passion. You can't just, even if you don't, even if you don't, you got to love all your stuff. Because, I mean, if if you want to play more gigs and stuff, you know, because, I mean, if, if you think you suck, then you're going to suck, essentially. Yeah, everyone's you know? going to feel it. And everyone's going to feel it. That's the thing. You get, you, People will feel that energy coming off of you. Yeah, or the lack thereof. Or lack of energy, exactly. <laughs> that's, it's, I yeah, say. It's, that's why a, a band is kind of a weird thing. It's like four people, in our case it's four people, four egos clashing, 
you know, uh, and and we we make it work the best we can, and I think we have a really good uh, end result. I think the the EP is uh, proof of that. That we we just I don't know we bring it. That's that's the thing I can say about us is we we definitely bring it. Everybody brings the, uh, a certain uh, skill set with them, and it's like you're you're kicking ass on drums. Uh, some of those beats on the EP, I'm just like, I mean, I'm I'm a drummer too. Uh, I play drums in iter. I there's no way I can do that. I just that's the that's the cool thing about being in this band is it's like I can't do what the other three members are doing, and uh, you know, Mike and Travis could probably learn my bass parts. It it may take them a minute, uh, but they could definitely learn them. Uh, Sean probably be able to learn them. Uh, I don't know. I've I've heard him play guitar a couple of times. And uh, he can play, <coughs> but he hasn't, you know, given it the time like he has the drums. But, you know, like they're, uh, I really like the fact that I cannot do what they're doing. And it, it makes me respect their prowess more. And it just makes me respect the whole band collectively more. Yeah, that's, 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 that's kind of a thing, too. I mean, that's, I, I really feel like that is, uh, so I talked about with my friends, it's kind of, it's kind of the, it's kind of some of the magic of music because I mean, I mean, you think about it, I think about like uh, magicians or something like that. What was the only reason you like their tricks? Because you have no idea how they did it. You're just like, okay, yeah. that's incredible, you know. But if you learn how to do car, like one time I was like, I want to know how they do that card trick, and I did it. Lost all of its magic for me. I'm just like, that's lost the luster. Yeah, right? lost the luster. Like that's not that's not cool anymore. And that, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like know how to do music so it brings magic to it you know but um i don't know that that's that's only part of it of course oh yeah that's that's one piece in the puzzle but it's a big piece uh because i uh being a musician uh if you go and see a band live and the instrument that you play uh, in that band if if it's you know mediocre then automatically i'm like i mean and it's a little snobby uh, it is it is a bit snobby, but you know uh, some bands just fucking suck, man. There's some people, and and uh, I respect them for getting up there and doing it. I'm not trying to be like a total snob, but there's some people, and maybe me, I might be one of these people. I don't know, but there's some people who it's just like, man, you could be spending your time doing something else. Uh, a lot, you know, it'd be a lot more efficient use of your time uh, if you were doing something else. And that sounds really shitty, and it is. But I'm I'm not talk. I'm talking about maybe one percent of the bands I've ever seen live. Not very many. It's not like I go to every show and I'm like, God, this sucks. But there just there's some people who are up there doing it, and it's like I respect the fact that you you're doing this and you know you had the confidence to get up there and do this, but you're just not. It's kind of like if you go to an open Mike night like a comedy night yeah and there's just a guy who bombs and you can tell that this isn't just the night that he's bombing and and you know he actually has some potential but and I'm not a comedian but you know there's some people who just aren't funny I'm I'm probably one of those people but you know it some people just aren't funny just like some people just can't play I've heard guys who try to play guitar and they have no rhythm they yeah. just don't have it. It's something you've got to have. And, and there, it, you can take that to another level, too. I, I've always felt like you can take that to another level, just besides your technicality of your music. I, I, feel, like, I feel like that's the first step is you got to, you know, obviously know your instrument 
in and out. You know, like, okay, like there's a lot of drums that I hear that you know I'm I really listen to them and I, I enjoy like um, you know obviously enjoy a lot of drummers obviously, but at the same time I can play you know, a lot of stuff that they're playing, so it's not as cool. But one thing that is always always a mystery is the song itself as a whole like that's something you got like you got you got to know your instrument first but then you got to take it to the songwriting level like as you know as just like a a generality because that that's also another form of magic because i mean that's something that can't be i mean it can be fucking duplicated there's plenty of bands that rip other bands off but i mean that's another entire level of music it's because it's something like you can't like drums you can yeah and drums and guitar you can learn how to be like play super fast and whatever but just bringing out that creativity that 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 vibe that element that you don't the style yeah yeah. the style you know that's that's hard to that's hard to duplicate and yeah those are the two parts for me technique and style technique and style exactly and like that that's a huge deal of it too that's that again maybe that goes back to why i enjoy vocals like having a full song and like just writing yeah. it like that too yeah i mean that's the, the whole story the whole concept yeah comes together I, I i really enjoy playing drums i've always loved playing drums but you know here recently being in a band like i feel like there's a difference between being a drummer and being a uh you know songwriter like or yeah. being in a band you know because i mean contributing to contributing to a sound yeah. contributing to a style or something you're trying to bring out in other people or within yourselves. And it's just, you know, I mean, I feel like that's far, I guess, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of more, I feel like it's more difficult. It can be. I I guess it can be, but like it. I've heard, I've heard some bands that like I was saying earlier, uh, they can't play as well. And and you hear it as a musician, you really hear it. Uh, I'm sure you've heard, you've seen bands live like that, but there are some people who, it's the opposite. Uh, I don't know. I don't like either extreme. I guess that's the best way to put it. Is I don't like when a band is extremely technical, but they have no real style. They have no. Uh, they have nothing you can really sink your teeth into other than badass parts. And then I don't like when it's all style and there's no real technique behind it. There's no foundation to back it up of any kind of technical prowess. Like there's got to be a good it's, mixture of. Yeah, I mean, in between, yeah. There, I mean, there's there's a lot of people like that. But I feel like as far as the extremes go, I I, I typically think that like as far as technical, uh, most people that enjoy that are music are musicians that's themselves. True. That's definitely true. Yeah. And then uh, as far as like just pure style, that's just the general public. You know what I, I mean? I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's just what this was. I've kind of thought of that's but. definitely a that yeah that's an astute observation for sure that's uh that's accurate that's what i mean that's why i like me. bands in between too like you said that are just they have to have a mixture of both i mean this is all you know relative and subjective yeah, it's coming from but musicians, so you know uh take it with a grain of salt if you're not a musician because who the fuck knows i've said i've actually talked shit about green day twice <laughs> already and you may be a huge fan of green day i love and you green may day. still like our stuff I hope you do. I hope all the Green Day fans that are listening to this uh, check out our shit and listen to it and love it and prove me wrong that, you know, and just kind of make me look like a, a shit bag. I hope you do. I hope I hope that happens. Because yeah. Green Day, you know, I, I, I don't know. Respect, but not, uh, 
I don't adore Green Day like a lot of people do. Yeah, it, it's all I don't know. It's all kind of crazy. Like it's, it's all relative, just, just a, yeah. It is, and the music world is is insane. How anyone can become famous or become, you know, like super, <coughs> super well known in people's eyes. I mean, you got people like. You know Justin Bieber, or, you know like yeah, like I mean you, you don't like Green Day and, people, and you know that's like a corporate thing though. I think I think Bieber and Taylor Swift and people like that are just like a corporate. They're just pushing that in front of a yeah. lot of people to try to sell downloads. You know it's and not it, and it gets them yeah. But I mean it's yeah that's a machine driven thing you know it's, yeah that's but it's Skynet. Like, <laughs> it's like how do so how how do bands you know get. Skynet, Skynet, yeah. But how do bands... <laughs> it's like the musical Skynet, the musical equivalent, like robotic I, music. I was wondering, like, how do bands make it to that level? Or do they ever even realize, or is it just in people's heads that they're at that level, you know? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like there there is a certain... Uh, I, I feel like if you were performing with, like, a really, uh, you know, you were performing with, like, a really big band, you know, that would be a clear indicator. Or if you're on, you know, a lot of people say, oh, if you make it to FM radio... You're yeah. big. I mean, that'd be kind of an indicator of it. But well, I mean, now though, I, I feel like number of downloads now is kind of the thing. Like the 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 marker is if you get to like a million downloads, that's a fucking big deal to me. Or plays, yeah. I guess views, plays, whatever. Uh, downloads are actually a bigger deal than that because that means people didn't just hit play and then say, so, "Oh, that was a good song," and then click off. On. You know, yeah. Or, yeah, like they didn't, uh, you know, hit play, listen to ten seconds, and then hit the X the top right but they you know actually downloaded it they wanted to have it you know yeah it's like the equivalent the the modern day equivalent of buying a cd or buying a vinyl record uh which i'm actually a vinyl collector but uh so i i understand that more than probably a lot of millennials who don't collect vinyl which actually it's coming up now it's it's coming back uh, in a big way yeah even barnes and noble is selling vinyl and uh, yeah, it's like a big, it's like a big deal now. Vinyl records. A lot of my buddies collect them. It's like a huge, huge thing now. Yeah, I don't have one damn. They're coming vinyl, back. So. Coming back. Coming you back. You should, dude. Actually, it's a, it's a fun. I, a lot of people uh, shit on vinyl and they say it sounds worse than than you know digital recordings. Yeah. And it probably does. I'm I'm not well, gonna deny got, that. It's just I mean it's kind of like, it's got its own style too. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's just a preference. That's oh, yeah. all it is to me. It's like a preference. This isn't about vinyl and stuff like that. This is about like recording. Like I mean, that's that's another big thing that I feel like just getting on a different subject, but I feel like there's another big thing that people ignore in music, you know? I mean... Oh, the process? The process. No, not the process. Like, no, I'm talking about, like, actually the re- the mixer or the recorder, and that makes a 100% of a difference. Oh, it does. It, you know, like how they recorded it, obviously. Yeah. Oh, you mean the person? The, the person. Engineer, the, the engineer, yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes... It can. I mean, it really There's so many elements that people don't realize to... That goes into oh, music. Oh, dude, uh, yeah. There's so many components. Like, it, it, there's so many aspects of, of recording that I think a lot of people just don't know about. It's not common knowledge. Uh, compressors aren't common knowledge. You know, like yeah. uh, different uh, or noise gates or you know any yeah, any fuck that is any terminology I could you know come up with uh, that I've heard or that I actually know about. Uh, you know, a lot of people, just the general public, doesn't know about that, and it's. Uh, and it's a big part of it, man. Compressor compression is a big part of audio recording, and it's something that most people don't give a fuck about, and they they couldn't give a shit less. But 
it's part of almost every song they have on yeah. their iPod. Yeah, and it's, and it's so small. All these little changes are so, and all these little things are so. But they're they like you said, they're part of every single song, and they're so important that people just don't realize. Like EQ, I mean, another big one. There is different. I don't know, like different even. I mean, like your sound, like what drums you use, what mics you use. Oh, what, yeah. Obviously, that makes a difference too. But I mean, huge difference. Every little thing. It's a yeah. Difference. It's a uh, yeah. It's it's really nuanced hobby. Uh, music, music is yeah. It uh, is yeah. Really, and an expensive hobby, honestly. Uh, especially for you, being the drummer. Uh, that's that's probably the most expensive instrument to yeah, get. Yeah, I just have trash cans, so uh, yeah. that's what I play yeah, on. Yeah, like Slipknot I... trash cans. Uh, that's what Sean plays. Uh, it's not even like Slipknot trash cans. Oh, it's, it's like plastic trash like cans. Home Depot, like Home Depot Lowe's trash cans. Trash yeah. Cans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I uh, I don't know, man. There's a see. That's that's the thing about music. Also, is it's it's this really nuanced thing, but at the same time. Uh, it's, I don't know. Uh, people generally look at it simply, like they look at it in like a simple way. It's like, do I like it or do I not? Yeah, definitely. I, I've heard so many people be like, "Oh, I can listen to, uh, I can listen to the first five seconds of a song and realize if I like it or not." And I, I call bullshit on that. I, not just as a musician, but just as a as a music consumer. It's like, dude. I, I've done that before. I've listened to the... And I didn't like the intro riff, and I totally nixed the song. But then I came back later, didn't realize that I didn't like it at first, played it again, listened to the first you know, minute of it, and then, oh you shit, it. it breaks into something fantastic. And which, that thing later provides context for the intro riff, and then it's like, oh, well, I should have liked this all along. Why was I being a fucking asshole? Yeah. Uh, you know, I've done that with a dick. lot of bands and a lot of songs. Yeah. And, you know, and even shit back in the day, like back in high school, my buddies would be like, uh, oh, have you heard this band? Uh, uh, Monine. That was one of them. I don't know if you ever listened no, to Monine. No, I've never heard of it. Uh, Monine had, to, had a fucking song or an album or something. And one of my buddies was like, hey, uh, the, have you ever listened to them? And I was like, nah, I've, I know they did a split with this band I like, whatever. And uh, so I listened to it. He let me borrow it, listened to it hated it then like maybe like a year ago i actually rehashed it for myself on youtube i think i looked it up and actually turned out it's fantastic i don't know why i ever now i can't remember the name of it but i remember i fucking loved it i remember listening to it at work or something and i was like god damn why did i discount this yeah like why was i a judgmental asshole you know when i was 15 but then i think because I was 15. Yeah, because you were 15. Maybe. Probably maybe. Something maybe. to do I don't with know. me being 15. I, I, I remember uh, I heard this band, like, I uh, heard this band called The Beatles, <laughs> you know, for the first time. <coughs> yeah. And I was just like, Abbey Road, what is this bullshit, you know? Yeah. And I came back, you know, a couple years later, and they're famous, apparently, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how shit like, like that turns it, It's Yeah, it's funny how that stuff turns out, so. One of one of their members played the Super Bowl halftime and shit, so. Yeah. Uh, no, they, yeah. Actually, the Ringo Beatles are. Ringo Starr. Beatles are so divisive, dude. The, the Beatles are a very divisive band as far as I, as far as my friend's groups like go I, I have some friends that love the Beatles and I have I know quite a few people that could you know totally take or leave all the fucking Beatles catalog and I'm yeah. I'm kind of somewhere in between 
uh, I don't despise the Beatles like I do Green Day, but uh, Beatles are just... I, I never got into the Beatles like I probably should have when I was younger. And I think that, you know, I can listen to the Beatles all day. It's, it's really, you know, uh, thoroughly good music. I, I there's just not that that factor for me where I'm into it where yeah, I'm I, fully into it. I that same I mean I'm this, I'm I'm just that way with the Beatles. By that same way with uh, Nirvana actually. Like I, I okay. like I uh, I like Nirvana. I like a lot of their stuff, but I'm not into it as everyone fucking says, you know. Nirvana's it's, not quite so divisive, but I totally understand what you're saying. That uh, I liked Nirvana when I was younger and then uh, now now I, I go back and I listen in utero badass album yeah everything else uh, I can kind of you know take or leave so what is I was gonna ask what is your influences oh okay that's a good question uh dude uh, my biggest influence is Elliot Smith uh, singer songwriter from the uh, he was prolific in the late 90s early 2000s uh, he actually recorded at Abbey Road. For one of his albums. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, just to tie Just on in. the road, in the street, uh, people yeah, honking he, at him. Yeah, he, uh, no, he, he was fantastic. Uh, Radiohead, another man I really like, another artist I, I love. Uh, I don't know, man, I, th- those are the two big ones for me. Um, I don't know, I like a lot of, a lot of random shit, dude, like Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys, so yeah, big, I big influence. I, I never heard of them until Dead we started Kennedy. covering them, really? like that one song. Dead yeah, Dead Kennedys is awesome. '80s punk band, fucking beautiful music, uh, and and <laughs> with a message. That's that's a big thing for me is a message. I like a lot of hip hop, man. Kendrick Lamar's newest album, yeah, fuck, oh my god, ruined almost all the other hip hop I've heard this year. Almost all of it just got ruined because I listened to Kendrick Lamar and his album was just so fantastic. I couldn't get over it, and fucking a couple other albums that I was looking forward to, I didn't like as much because they, I just couldn't get over comparing them to Kendrick. To Kendrick, Because he's just so good. He's a fucking boss. His new album was fantastic. He had uh, Kamazi Washington and uh, Thundercat on that. Thundercats. Yeah, Thundercat doing bass. Like Lino. uh, No, Uh, no, Thundercat doing bass. Snurf. Kamazi Washington doing uh, doing the fucking uh, saxophone and you know Dr. Dre over overseeing Dr. Dre's thing. in everything you don't know it so, but Dr. Dre is yeah, in every song you've ever he was in Nirvana too yeah. he's, you didn't fucking realize <laughs> yeah, that he was, yeah while during NWA he was also in Nirvana you turn it up really loud the bass you yeah. hear him like yeah, yeah you'll play that him. track that's back, actually man. not that Chris guy that's actually fucking uh, Dr. Dr. Dre the bass yeah. In uh, every band yeah. ever, he's just playing a keyboard bass with Kurt. Him and Kurt yeah. were best buddies back in the day. It's probably gonna be some like fourteen-year-olds that happen to listen to this, and they're like, "Hey, they go to school the next day." Doctor Dre was. Did you hear Doctor Dre was in Nirvana? <laughs> I, could, I would believe it. <laughs> I'm gonna totally fuck I was up. Fourteen. We're gonna get a couple of kids beat up at school. All right, I, don't well, know, I don't know about What were your influences? What my influences? Yeah, we got to wrap this up. What are your? What um, were your influences? My influences. Oh, my influences were. Uh, um, let's see, Gorillas. Ah, uh, that's a good one. I mean, I'm, you could you consider them kind of hip hop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I consider them hip hop. Love yeah. the Gorillas. Um, 
hell of a fucking producer, man. Just a yeah. fucking killer production on every every record has good production. Uh, the Gorillas, Chili Peppers, ah, big one. they're a big one. Yeah, they're they're probably in my top twenty. I'd say Chili Ca- Peppers are badass. Cage Elephant, um, Arctic Monkeys, which I didn't get into them until like probably three years ago. But they they're one of those bands that like kind of like the same thing with Catfish and the Bottlemen that I just heard. Uh, with Arctic Monkeys, first time I heard them was at Lollapalooza, and I hadn't. I mean, I I'd heard of them. I I talked I, when I was like, oh, I'm going to this concert. I mean, plenty of people were like, oh, Arctic Monkeys. I mean, they were pretty big at the time. I was like, you know, fucking in a cave apparently when they came out because I didn't know a damn thing about them. But so I didn't know one song. But I heard them play live. They just blew me away. I didn't know one word. I had no idea what was going on. It was just like mesmerizing, and that's like a big deal when you're listening to bands. Because that, that made me end up love them. Like, yeah. they were my, you know, I didn't know, need to know the songs to, like, love their music already. I think that's oh, a yeah. big factor. Just hate you. Yeah, exactly. And Arctic Monkeys, even though sometimes, you know, but I, I like messages and songs, but I mean, a lot of times I like vagueness. Like, I mean, I feel like they're trying to get a message, but there's not really a message. Because I feel like Arctic Monkeys does it Up all the time. Your own interpretation. Yeah, they, they kind of leave it so vague that you can just be like, you know. Besides maybe their AM album where you know, it's all about clearly about you know wanting a significant other or whatever you know yeah, sex yeah. or you know whatever it is yeah. same difference but yeah I feel, I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of songwriters kind of do that where they they kind of leave it leave a little bit of mystery and I, I don't mind that what I don't really like though uh, just to get it opinionated on this uh, I. I really don't like when it's like pseudo spiritual lyrics, and <laughs> yeah. not not like religious, but just pseudo spiritual and like kind of like I'm not a huge Stain fan. I feel like that guy does that. In Stain. Oh, Stain! He just he does a lot of lyrics where it's just so vague and just not not vague in the way that you're meaning probably like vague as uh, Lincoln Park is another band that does it, and I don't even really like talking about Lincoln Park because I feel like they're so fucking hack now, but. Uh, but yeah, like Lincoln Park had that new-ish song. It's like "Don't know what you got till it's gone" or whatever. Yeah. And even he says in the song, "Heard it said a thousand times, blah blah blah." And then the chorus is "Don't know what it's got till it's gone." Just repeats that. Like, that's so fucking hack, dude. That's so stupid to me. You mention in your song that it's a cliche, and then the whole chorus is that. Is the cliche? Almost. Like I, I don't know if it's the whole chorus, but it, I know it repeats it a lot, and that's just. That's just like, why? Yeah. Why the fuck are uh, you doing that? I don't, I don't like doing Park. You're one of the biggest bands in the world as far as downloads, as far as like you've won Grammys, like or think, at least been nominated. And like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, making they, shit vague fucking songs like that. They've toured uh, extensive more places, I think, than any other band in the world. They sell out stadiums, dude, in every country. It's like, why then? They have such a fucking broad influence on our culture, but they're not using it for anything productive, in my opinion. They're just rehashing yeah. old fucking concepts. They just got to the point though where they're so big that now they can you know put out anything and still get you know still yeah. get sales. I mean, so that's know. stupid to me. I I that's so fucking stupid. I just can't I can't wrap my head around why you wouldn't want to expand or how they got you know to that point. Yeah, like <laughs> probably because I mean I'm not I'm not a hundred percent advocate of this obviously, but uh, you know. Law bands get worse when they quit. I, I heard they quit doing drugs. Oh, Lincoln Park. Yeah, I don't even know if they. I don't, sure I'm not sure not, if they did dude. drugs. I, I mean, I'm sure some some bands probably get worse when they quit. Like, 
getting fucked up, but I feel like that that's a good excuse, you know? Like, yeah, that's You should true. still that's be true. able to expand your mind being sober enough to make some good music. Like, even back in the day when they were first starting out, like, I was 10, so I didn't understand that it was shitty. I thought it was good. But now going back and listening to it, it's not nearly as good as I thought it was when I was 10. Maybe when I was should. fucking 10, I didn't have the frame of reference, you know? Maybe every band should just try to uh, pertain to ten-year-olds. Yeah, just yeah. That should be it. Eventually, we'll all be like, singing fucking Barney music. Well, just think about that song that numb from sales. back in the day. Like, uh, I've become yeah. so numb, I can't feel you there. Like, like, come on, dude. Like, you, what? My penis. <laughs> That's what numb is means. So yeah, numb. you you can't feel shit. That's what numb numb means. Like, it's I don't know, dude. <laughs> like, one step closer to the edge. And I didn't now know. I'm on a break or something like, dude. Just I didn't know Lincoln Park was a hot button issue. Deal with this shit. Like, hot button band for, for me, you. it is, dude. I just, yeah. <laughs> I, ever since that, don't know what it's got. I was pretty kind of dormant about it. I didn't think about it. But that song, I heard that at work one day. Somebody turned on the rock station. I heard it like, fuck, dude, this is stupid. Why are they famous still? I don't understand. I there's a lot of bands like that for me though. I'm kind. I'm I mean, a bit of a snob when it comes to radio rock. Yeah. But I feel like most musicians are i feel like more people would benefit our our collective musical pool would be better if we all were a little bit snobby and we all wanted more out of the bands that we pay a hundred dollars to go see live yeah i guess you don't know what you got till it's gone that's true (laughs) i've been you know i've been i get it i I love it now i've been waiting for like five minutes to say that yeah well well the one thing all right and i hate i hate to be nice about this guy but then again i don't because he's probably a cool person fucking kid rock dude kid Kid rock Rock. okay back in the day once again when i was 10 thought he was cool whatever uh you know i i grew up in kentucky so apparently you know that that's grounds for liking kid rock when you're 10 Uh, but anyway i i fucking you know i heard kid rock back then it was all right whatever and now Kid Rock turned country, whatever. It doesn't matter. That's totally irrelevant. Kid country. Because he lowered his ticket prices to $20. He sells out fucking stadiums, lowers his ticket prices to $20. How much were they Still before? banks. Well, I, I don't know, probably 180 I don't know, something. You know, uh, whatever it was. He lowered them to 20 Because I can get trash on he realizes that I don't need to go... <laughs> well, he realizes his fucking fan base is oh, shit. fucking really poor people. Like, a lot of them are pretty poor. And exactly. they can't afford $100. He would get more people coming out to his shows paying that $20. More people buying t-shirts, buying CDs with that extra fucking money. That You know? That's a genius fucking move, man. And it's nice. It's a nice thing to do for people. Is it, though? That's I think thing. it is. is well, it? obviously, there's an agenda to sell more merch. but uh, But still... It's it's nice to do. I mean, yeah. I, I kind of want to be that. Whenever if if I were to ever get a break in this band or otherwise, which I I hope it's this band, but if you know whatever it is, if whatever I were to ever get a break and were to actually be able to to sell out a, a big venue, I would love to keep ticket prices low because you get more people in that way. More people are like, shit, it's twenty dollars. Well, fuck yeah, I'm going. That's twenty bucks. That's yeah. That's nothing now. That's like five dollars was. 30 years ago. 20 bucks, that's like going to the movies. Yeah, 20 bucks know? is like a, a cheap, very cheap date. Like yeah, a, very cheap. Like fucking white trash date. Yeah. You know? We're both white, by the way. 
So we can say that. Oh, you had, to bring, you had to bring I'm that taking into it. Back. it. I'm oh, taking man. it back. <laughs> if gay people can take back faggot, I'm taking back white trash. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, we're not discriminating against anyone. We're not that kind of Jake is. white, you know. <laughs> we're, not, is. we're not the Christian right He's, he's white, the white you know? power kind of guy. We're not the, uh, you know, KKK fucking, you know, hillbilly fucking white. Uh, so don't, yeah, just don't even... If if this were to ever actually have a comments thread underneath it, don't don't even start. Yeah. But anyway, we need to wrap this up. Uh, we are in the band Texas T and the Jangle Sheep. I am Jake the Astronaut. This is Sean. I'm Adams. Sean. I'm not an astronaut. <laughs> I'm just a regular yeah. guy. Yeah. And this. Sean has... the, I'm Sean the coal miner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's his profession. Uh. So this has been the Tri-State Space Program. Uh. Hope you enjoyed it and. Um, I hope to molest your ear holes uh, for a long time.